Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. If you are enjoying this podcast, I encourage you to follow it using your favorite podcast software. Today's program is brought to you in part by the financial support of our listeners. You can support the show on a one-time basis using the Zelle app to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, now it is time for this week's episode of Dangerous Assignment. The original air date, January 13th, 1951, and the title is Find Missing Scientist Dr. Wiechek. Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell. Yeah. Danger is my assignment. I get sent to a lot of places I can't even pronounce. They all spell the same thing, though. Trouble. But when I walk into the commissioner's office, I don't realize this assignment's going to give me a lesson in etiquette. I'd always thought it was rude to turn down a free drink. Now I know it can be fatal. Good morning, Commissioner. Ruth said you had an assignment for me. I do, Steve. Ever done any bullfighting? Bullfighting? Well, <laughs> I've shot a little in my time, but never fought any. Why? Your plane leaves for Madrid, Spain in one hour. I'm flying to Spain to do some bullfighting? And me without even a cape. Steve, ever hear of Dr. Wiechek? Wiechek? Sure. He's the greatest European scientist alive today. What about him? Right now, we're not so sure. That he's the greatest European scientist? No, that he's alive today. What? Steve, Dr. Wiechek's field, as you probably know, is electronics. He's developed a new theory that could result in a revolutionary type of radio tube. A tube which does the work of three ordinary tubes. You can see how important that would be in the manufacture of radar and all other electronic devices. Yeah, but what's this business about Wiechek not being alive? Dr. Wiechek agreed to come to this country and turn over his research to us, to work with us in the development of this tube. He and his assistant, a man named Minescu, were due two weeks ago, but he hasn't shown up. You said I was flying to Spain. You think Dr. Wiechek is there? We've traced him to a villa outside of Madrid. The home of La Avispa. La Avispa? Hey, that means the wasp. Yeah, that's what they call her in Spain. She's a lady bullfighter. You kidding? No, she's very famous. A friend of Dr. Wiechek's. But shortly after he arrived there, we lost track of him. We've sent several cables, and a man from our embassy in Madrid called on La Avispa. But she hasn't been very cooperative about giving us any information concerning Dr. Wiechek. You sure she's a friend of his? Right now, we're not sure of anything. Steve, get over to Madrid. Talk to this La Avispa. Then go anywhere and do anything that's necessary to find Dr. Wiechek. Well, that's it. You've got your assignment. Good luck. The National Broadcasting Company is presenting Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy in the role of Steve Mitchell, colorful, two-fisted government agent. At all those places of the world where danger and intrigue walk hand in hand, there you'll find Steve Mitchell on another dangerous assignment. 
Sure, I've got my assignment. Fly to Spain and find Dr. Wiecek. On the surface, it sounds pretty easy, but there are just a couple of small details that could make it not so. First, I'm sure to run into some boys along the line who'll be all out to prevent me from finding Wiecek. And second, I'm slated to tangle with a lady bullfighter known as the Wasp. And knowing the equipment wasps usually carry, I've got an uneasy hunch that her sting is going to be reserved for me. It's Sunday afternoon when my plane lands in Madrid. As soon as I get off, a little guy scurries toward me. Mr. Mitchell, Mr. Mitchell. Eh? They told me you were coming. I have been waiting for your plane. Who are you? Minescu. Minescu? Oh, yeah, the commissioner told me about you. You're Dr. Wiecek's assistant, aren't you? Yes. Look, what's the deal? Have you any idea where Dr. Wiecek is? No, none at all, and I'm quite worried about him. You, you see, Dr. Mitchell, when Dr. Wiecek and I decided to come to the United States, we realized there might be people who would try to prevent it, particularly in our own country. Yeah. So we decided to split up, to travel separately to Spain. We were to meet at the villa of this La Avispa. Dr. Wiecek left first. I followed a few days later. But when I arrived here in Madrid, I could not find Dr. Wiecek. And La Avispa could not give me any information about him. Couldn't or wouldn't? I am not sure which. Was Dr. Wiecek carrying his research notes with him? Yes, but the papers themselves are worthless. What do you mean? The basic formula Dr. Wiecek did not write down, he kept it in his head. Well, that means we got to locate him. I think I'd better have a talk with this La Avispa. Where's her villa? Outside the city, but you will not find her there now. She is at the Plaza de Toros. The bullfight arena? Yes, the corrida or bullfight is in progress. Okay, let's go to the arena. I'd like to see the wasp in action. See just what kind of a sting she carries. Manescu and I head for the arena. It's packed, but we manage to find two seats. Next to me sits a skinny little guy in a loud striped shirt, complete with armbands and a collar button, but no collar. Every time something happens in the ring, he jumps to his feet, lets out a yell, and jams an elbow into my face. Ah, bravo, bravo! Hey, watch it, will you, Buster? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, senor, it's just that I get so overcome with the excitement. You sure do. What's going on down there, anyway? God, you do not understand bullfighting? I do not understand bullfighting. This is a crime? Ah, it's an outrage. But I fix, senor, I fix. I tell you all about it. Mira, mira. The banderilleros uh, have just finished now. The who? Uh, they are the ones who plant the darts in the bull's neck. No, no. Now comes the suerte de matar. Suerte de... Hey, now, look. Hey, that, that's the kill, senor. In a moment, you could just... Hey, caray, la vispa! La vispa! Hey, will you watch that elbow? Ah, lo siento. Sorry, senor. But that is la vispa who just come into the ring. Hey. Even from here, she looks like a pinup girl. Oh, I, I got what you call the most big crush on her. She's the most beautiful, the most brave. Oh, the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's she doing now? It looks like she is making a speech to that person sitting in the bus. See, see, the bull she is about to kill. She dedicates her first to El Presidente of the bull fight. And now it starts. Now, now. See, she has turned her face to the bull. Yeah. Hey, he's coming at her. Wow. Those horns couldn't have been farther away from her than an inch. Oh, senor, did you ever saw such a beautiful Veronica? Veronica who? Uh, Veronica, that's the name of the turn she just made to elude the bull. No, 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 see if you come again. Oh, brother, that bull charges like an express train. <laughs> that's an Andalusian bull. Huh? They are the most fierce of all. Uh, Mitchell, she has all the grace of a ballet dancer. Yeah, she seems to be working the bull into a tighter circle all the time. Look. The bull is just standing there. Hey, is she crazy? She's turning her back on him and walking away. Ah, bravo! Bravo, bravissimo! 
If you don't take that elbow out of my face, I'll bravo you, you runt. Oh, sorry, sorry, but you see, the supreme moment has arrived. She has worked the bull into position for estocada. What's that? The death roost. You see, see, now she takes the estoque, the sword. Uh, so that's the wasp stinger. Pretty effective looking. See, man. see, now she has two choices. Either abollopie or recibiendo. Ah, don't start that double talk again, will you? Oh, but it's quite simple, senor. Look, what I mean is, abollopie, that is the, the method in which the bull stands still, and the matador runs at him to deliver the death roast. But she is standing still. She is waving her cape at the bull. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Recibiendo! She's going to let the bull charge her and deliver the thrust in his horns, pass on the arm. The best way, recibiendo! The bull has started for her. He's right on top of her. She's not even... Ah, like a statue, she stands. Now watch, watch. He'll... Oh! Wait, she hey. at the last moment and broke the sword home. Oh, bravissimo, la Senor, the bull is down. One truth, he is done for. Oh, boy, great thing to watch on an empty stomach. Look, look, look. El Presidente, President of the bullfight. Yeah. He's making the sign. Oh, it's too much. He awards to La Vispa the ears and the tail. It's too much. You're telling me. What happens now? They drag the bull away. Then come another bull, another matador. Oh, but for me, I have seen La Vispa. I have lived. It's all over. I go. Yeah, yeah, I go too. Down to La Avispa's dressing room. La Avispa? Si, who are you? Steve Mitchell from the United States. Oh, what do you wish of me? A little information. You see, I'm a newspaper correspondent. Oh, an interview. Yeah, sort of. Very well, but perhaps you will be kind enough to make it brief. I'm rather tired. I shouldn't wonder. That must be quite a workout. How'd you happen to get into this business, love? You may call me Consuela. Hmm. With me, this is not a business. It's much more than that. Oh, but you, as a reporter, had better write down that I do it for money or for publicity. These things people understand. Mm. My real reason, this they would perhaps not understand. What is the real reason, Consuela? We all of us look for reality. We find it in different ways. I find it in the arena. In that moment, the bull charges me. I am alive. You uh, feel alive by killing something, huh? Well, that is one way of looking at it, I suppose. But what do you do between times? I mean, you can't be fighting bulls all the time. It's quite simple. When I finish fighting one bull, then I wait to fight another one. Oh, no social life, huh? They are matadors such as I. It is necessary to purify the mind, to purge it of all else. Oh. Uh, ever occurred to you that you might be missing a few things in life that way? Oh, perhaps. If I ever found something, or someone who did for me what the charge of the bull does... Well, then it might be a different matter. Well, sounds like it would be a pretty tough act to follow. Huh? I'll skip it. Uh, another thing, Consuela, I'd sort of like an interview with your house guest, too. I have no house guest. I mean, Dr. Wiecek, I understood he was staying with you. No longer. Oh? He left my villa a week or more ago. Any idea where he went? I understand he was going to the United States. I do not know. I see. And you're sure he's not at your villa? I have just told you he is not, senor. Now, if you will pardon me, I'm quite tired. Yeah, sure. Thanks for the interview, Consuela. I'll see you around. What did you find out from Amitra? No more than you did, Minescu. She said Dr. Wiecek had left for the States a week ago, but I think she's lying. Perhaps she is. Hold it. Sounds like she's on the phone. Is it Consuela? Yes. 
operator. A man was just here. Signatures. He claimed to be a newspaper correspondent, but I do not believe him. He may be an agent. You must be careful. Who was she talking to? I don't know, but I do know she's involved in the deal some way. Uh, it is hard to believe. Dr. Weechek considers her to be a good friend. I guess you never can tell. Well, I guess I'd better find me a hotel, Minescu. Then I think I'll pay another visit to La Avispa at her villa. Come in. You are Senor Mitchell, no? I am Senor Mitchell, yes. Who are you? Enrique of the hotel, senor. I have come to inquire if your room is in order. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything seems to be fine. I'm just getting unpacked. What's that under your arm? A bottle of the finest Malaga wine, senor, with the compliments of the hotel. Oh? See, it is our way of extending to you the welcome. I see. And now, if you will permit, I will see if everything is in order in the bathroom. Sure, go ahead. Hmm. Desk, this is Senior Mitchell in 211. Is it the custom of the hotel to send a bottle of wine to each new guest? It isn't, huh? Well, thanks very much. So, everything is in order, Senor Mitchell. I hope you will enjoy your stay here. Just a minute, Enrique. Uh, what is it, Senor? Well, as long as you are kind enough to bring me this bottle of wine, I'd like you to have a drink with me. Why, uh, it is very nice of you to offer, Senor... But I'm afraid the hotel regulations forbid the employees to drink with the guests. Oh, well, couldn't we make an exception? No, I'm afraid not. Now, if you will excuse me, I must leave, senor. You're blocking the door. You can leave, Enrique, right after you have a drink with me. But I have told you it is impossible. Funny. You're perspiring all of a sudden. Weather seems pretty chilly to me. Senor, I must leave. Couldn't be by any chance there's something wrong with this wine, could it? I insist you let me buy like a poison, for instance? Get out of my way! I dive for Enrique. He pulls a chair in front of me and I go sprawling on the floor. He jerks open the door and lunges out into the hall. I scramble to my feet to follow him. When I get out in the hall, he's nowhere in sight. I turn a corner and run right into a fat boy who was waddling down the hall. Oh! oh I beg your pardon, senor. I hope that I... It's okay. Just let me pass. But of course, senor. Not that way. Oh, forgive me. Look, let's quit dodging each other. But I am only trying to get out of your way, senor. Yeah, I'm beginning to wonder. Senor? Skip it. Look, you stand still and I'll go around you. But of course, I hope I have not detained you, senor. I pound along the rest of the hall and down to the lobby, but no Enrique. The fat boy delayed me just long enough, and maybe on purpose. I go back upstairs, but the fat boy's gone, too. Great. But somebody's trying to take me out of the ball game, and that somebody could be Consuela the Wasp Girl. I rent a car and head out of the city to her villa. I park down the road away and start walking toward the gate. Just as I get there, I hear a car winding down the long driveway, so I duck into the bushes. As the car passes me, I spot the driver. It's Enrique, the boy who slipped me the bottle of poisoned wine in the hotel. I run back, get into my car, and start following him. He's heading toward the city, traveling fast. I keep well back. Finally, he pulls up at a large house on the outskirts of town. I park my car, climb the garden wall, and ease up to a window. Inside, I can see Enrique talking to an old man with white hair, whose back is to me. The old gent half turns, and I get a look at his face and do a big take to make sure I fish a picture out of my pocket and take a look at it. Yep, there's no doubt about it. I finally found Dr. Wiecek. There's a lot about the deal I don't understand yet, but I'll soon find out. I wait until Enrique leaves 
Then I go to the front door. Uh, why the gun? The gun is for you if you do not leave. I am not Dr. Vichek. I've never heard of Dr. Vichek. And if you do not get away from this house this instant, you will have to be carried away. You are listening to Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy in the role of Steve Mitchell. Well, this is just great. I hear I bust my back trying to find Dr. Wiecek, and now he tells me he isn't. Looks like he's maybe not quite as anxious to come over to the States as the commissioner figured. I don't know why he's lying, but I'm going to find out. I didn't fly all the way over here to Madrid for nothing. If you do not get out, I will shoot you. I doubt you. Not much of a marksman. Now drop the gun. Drop it. There. Who are you? Steve Mitchell from the States. I was sent over here to find you. Why did you lie to me just now about not being Dr. Wiecek? I had no choice. What do you mean? I've been waiting for my transportation. I have just learned that has been arranged. Tonight I leave for the East. The East? You mean back to your own country? Beyond my own country. Those are my instructions. Your instructions? Look, you better start at the beginning. You're leaving me way behind. Uh, very well, Mitchell. But it will do no good. I am helpless. You see, my original intention was to come to your country and make available to your government the results of my research in electronics. Yeah, I know all that. You've developed a new kind of radio tube that we need in our radar equipment. Yes. When I told my assistant, Anescu, of my decision, he asked to accompany me. It was decided that we should travel separately. My daughter and I first, Manescu to follow. Your daughter? Maria, 20 years old. Oh, I wasn't told about your daughter. But that is what this is all about. Go on. Manescu was to meet us here in Madrid at Consuela's villa. Well, what happened? When my daughter arrived at the villa, Consuela was not there. Instead, there was a man waiting with a gun. I see. I was brought here. My daughter was taken somewhere else. I do not know where. I was told that if I wanted to see her alive again, I must discontinue my journey and return to the east. You know, it's pretty strange that Consuela wouldn't be at her villa if she was expecting you and your daughter. I naturally suppose she had been called away at the time. Mm -hmm. Either that or she'd arranged to be away at the time. Arranged? Mitchell, you asked me earlier if you were sure I could trust Consuela. What did you have in mind? This boy, Enrique, the one who was just here to see you. He is the one who took my daughter and forced me to come here. What about him? I followed him here from Consuelo's villa. What? Yeah. What? I cannot believe Consuelo could be involved in this. Enrico's also the boy who posed at a bellhop earlier this evening and tried to kill me with a bottle of poisoned wine. Mitchell, I do not know what to say. Have you I... seen Consuela since you've been in hiding? No, but I have talked to her by telephone. I wish to explain my disappearance to her. I see. Look, what time are you supposed to leave for the East? Enrique is to call for me at midnight. Midnight. That gives us just three hours to find your daughter. Mitchell, I will not consent to anything that might place her in danger. Just give me three hours, Dr. Wiecek. You sit tight here. I'm going to pay another call on Consuela. <laughs> I do not quite understand why you have come here to my villa, Senor Mitchell. You have already interviewed me once. Well, just put it down that I've gotten to be a fan of yours, Consuela. Well, I'm quite flattered. 
Uh, may I offer you a glass of wine? Malaga wine, by any chance? Well, as a matter of fact, it is. How did you know? Oh, just psychic, I guess. Would you care for some? Thanks a lot, but no thanks. Consuela, you told me you didn't have any idea where your friend Dr. Wiecek is. See? <clears throat> it is exactly what I told you, and that is exactly what I meant. Therefore, you wouldn't know where his daughter Maria is either. But of course not. And you haven't talked to either one of them lately? How could I talk to them if I do not know where they are? I see. How about your driver, Enrique? Huh? What about him? I was just wondering if he could know where they are. Senor, if I do not know, how could Enrique know? I guess you've got a point there, Consuela. Senor, I suggest we conclude this interview. It appears to serve no purpose. Oh, I wouldn't say that, Consuela. It's been a very interesting interview. I'll be seeing you. I greatly doubt that. <laughs> you never can tell. <laughs> So I leave. At this point, it looks like Consuela is my grade-A suspect. I don't think Enrique is the boss of the operation. I think he's taking orders, and Consuela is the logical one to be giving those orders. Of course, there's still the matter of the fat gent who detained me in the hall outside my hotel room when I was chasing Enrique. I don't know yet how he fits into the deal, but right now, the important thing is to find Wechek's daughter. I've got just two hours left, and I don't know where to start. Then a thought hits me. Why not start right where I am? I circle around through the grounds of the villa to the garage... Consuela's car is a large black sedan. I get in and crouch down on the floor of the rear seat. Then I wait. The minute ticks by. 11 o'clock, I start sweating. Maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree. Then somebody enters the garage, eases into the car, and we start up. I get a look at the back of the driver's head. It's Enrique. He heads for the city. Twenty minutes later, he pulls up in front of a beat-up rooming house on a side street... Enrique gets out and goes inside. I wait a couple of minutes, then I get out of the back seat. Then I spot a guy across the street. It's the fat boy, and he stiffens when he sees me. I know I haven't got much time now, so I dive inside, but I don't know which room Enrique headed for. There's no one in sight on the first floor. I start up the stairs, then I spot Enrique at the top looking down at me. I dive to one side. The knife plunks into the banister. I scramble up the rest of the stairs. Enrique is disappearing through the window onto the fire escape. I pound after him and dive on him just as he reaches the ground. Go of me. Oh, no, Enrique. You're going to tell me where you're holding Maria Wiecek a prisoner. No, I do not know what you're talking about. Okay, see if that wall behind you changes your mind. Which room is it, Enrique? I will not tell. Okay, this could go on all night. No, stop. I will tell you. Let's have it. The girl Maria Wiecek. Enrique. Enrique slumps to the ground. The shots came from the end of the alley. I take off after them. Then I round the corner, and there in front of me is the fat boy with a gun in his hand. I grab for it. Let go of my gun. Oh, no. I'll take it, Buster. You've already killed once with it. I'm not going to give you a second chance. But you are mistaken, senor. Save it. You killed Enrique just now to keep him from telling me where Maria Wiecek is. But why would I do that when I, too, am looking for Maria Wiecek? What? Now, look, Buster. Come, S, if you please. If you would care to examine my gun, you will see that it has not been fired recently. But... You're right, it hasn't. But who killed Enrique, then? The shots were fired in the dark. I could not see. Perhaps it was you, senor. Me? N now, look. I believe it is time I inquired as to your interest in this matter. Who are you? I'll answer them when I know who's talking. Uh, of course. I am Alberto Gomez of the Madrid police. Police? See, si. and you. Well, here are my credentials. Ah. Ah, so. It would appear, then, that we are both concerned with the same matter. The disappearance of Dr. Wiecek and his daughter, Maria. I've already found Dr. Wiecek. Indeed? Yeah. They kidnapped his daughter, Maria, and told him to stay undercover, but I think they've got her in that rooming house somewhere. Well, in that street. case, I... 
Hold it. Listen. Car pulling away out in front. Come on. Perhaps it is Enrique's killer. Here they come past the alley. A man and a girl. The girl is Maria Wichek. I have a picture of her. You got a car around here, Gomez? See. Si. Come on, we gotta catch him. Almost up to them, Mitchell. Yeah, but how are we going to stop them? I don't want to shoot the tires out. No, the senorita might be injured. Wait, I got it. Mitchell, what are you doing? Just getting out on the running board. Now come up alongside the other car. What? Come on, step on the gas. Very well. Okay, that's close enough. You can't drive and shoot at the same time, but Maria, slam on the brakes. All right. Drop that gun, chum. I've got it bent towards you. Pull that trigger now and... Ah, no. Some guys are so hard to convince. Oh, he shot himself. He sure did. Who is he anyway? I do not know. He has been guarding me. Mitchell, are you all right? Yeah, but we're not much farther along than before, Gomez. We've got Maria, but we still don't know what's been masterminding this operation. This guy was just a guard, and I don't think Enrique was the boss either, which leaves just about one possibility. What do you mean? Enrique was Consuela's driver. I know, but you surely do not think that Consuela could be involved. Why not? But La Vispa, she is a national figure. I cannot believe it. I think I know one way to find out for sure, Gomez. But how? This man is dead. Also, Enrique is dead. First, let's take Maria back to town and put her in a safe place for the time being. Then, I want to make a couple of phone calls. Phone calls? Yeah. This calls for a celebration, Gomez, in my hotel room. <laughs> and I wait in my room. Dr. Wiecek is the first to show up. Then comes Manescu, and when he spots Dr. Wiecek, his face lights up like a neon sign. Dr. Wiecek! Oh, what a relief to see you. I feel badly about not communicating with you, Manescu, but I have no choice. Oh, that is no matter. Now the important thing is that you are safe. And Maria. She's safe, too. Wonderful. Then we may continue our journey as planned. Mitchell, I still do not see why you have arranged this meeting. That should be our other guest, Gomez. Come on in, Consuela. Senor Mitchell, may I ask, what is the meaning... Dr. Witch? Good evening, Consuela. Does it surprise you to see him here, Consuela? Why, indeed it does. But naturally, I am delighted. Are you? What do you mean? Skip it. Well, now that we're all here, I'd like to celebrate. The hotel sent me up this bottle of Malaga wine right after I arrived. I haven't had a chance to sample it yet, but now's a very fitting time, I'd say. Consuela, here's your glass. Manesco. Thank you. Ah, uh, Consuela, don't you want your glass? I am sorry, but I do not drink. Oh, I'm told this is a pretty special wine, Consuela. Oh, but I have just told you. I do not drink. But this is a special occasion. I'd like to propose a toast to a safe journey to the States for Dr. Wiecek and Manesco. Surely you'll drink to that. Uh, Mitchell... If she does not want to, perhaps we should observe the toast with water. No, no, I do not wish to cause trouble. Give me the glass, Senor Mitchell. That's better. Okay, glasses up, everybody. Here's to... What's the matter, Manescu? Aren't you drinking with us? It is not proper etiquette for those who are being toasted to drink the toast. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, well, we'll just toast Dr. Wiecek. Now you can drink to it, Manescu. Go ahead. I... What's the matter, Manescu? I feel faint suddenly. Ah, the wine will snap you out of it. Come on. No, I... Drink it. Manescu! He has a gun! He had a gun! 
Here, I have him. Monsieur Lark, I do not understand. Oh, it's pretty simple, Doctor. We checked. Right after I arrived here, Enrique bought me a bottle of poison wine, and the only other person who knew it was poisoned was the one who told him to bring it to me. The brains of the operation. Your trusty assistant, Manescu. Mitchell, you... Stand quiet, Manescu. Manescu. All this time, it was Manescu. Yeah, looks like he didn't want you to bring your research to the States. I guess he had other plans for it. Then it was Manescu who shot Enrique in the alley, huh? Sure, to shut his mouth. But it's all over now, and I could use a drink. Mitchell, you drank the poison wine. Yeah, not bad, either. The wine is not poisoned. You, you switched the bottles. It was a trick. Yeah, sort of worked, too, didn't it? I guess it disproves the old saying, doesn't it, Manescu? What are you talking about? They say that what you don't know won't hurt you, but in your case, it looks like what you didn't know is going to kill you. Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy as Steve Mitchell, is written by Bob Reif and Adrian Jondo, with music by Robert Armbruster, and is produced and directed by Bill Carn. Be with us again next week at this same time when Brian Donlevy, starring in the role of Steve Mitchell, will embark on another Dangerous Assignment. Dangerous assignment came to you from Hollywood. Now it's The Man Called X. Tomorrow, hear the big show on NBC. Welcome back. Okay, I love the idea of having this absolute bullfighting fanatic describe the bullfight that was going on. It's often a challenge with audio drama to paint a picture and to describe things in a way that sounds natural. And one of the drawbacks of the medium is that in order to have listeners be able to paint an appropriate picture of what's going on, you have to have characters speak in this totally unnatural way. Wow, this is a nice room. Look, over there. Hey, that's a blue lamp on a green table. Do you see that blue lamp on the green table? But here you avoid that sort of thing entirely because even though uh, this uh, bullfighting fan is describing things that are happening right in front of his eyes, it's absolutely believable that he would be doing so. And of course, because he's excited, you get a really vivid image in your head. So, some really great technique. I, I love that. Also, I love that the villain sounded so betrayed and like Steve Mitchell was playing dirty by swapping out the bottle. You would almost think that would go without saying once he realized it was a trap. 
Well, now it is time to thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Andrew, Patreon supporter since August of 2021, currently supporting the program at the shameless level of $4 or more per month. Thank you so much for your support, Andrew. And that will actually do it for today. I do encourage you to follow this podcast with your favorite podcast software so you never miss an episode from the Golden Age of Radio. And if you are following the podcast on YouTube, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and mark the notification bell. All those great things that help YouTube channels grow. And of course, leave a comment if you've got something worthwhile to say. We'll be back next Wednesday with another episode of Dangerous Assignment, but coming up tomorrow, listen for Follow Vance, where... Stop right here, driver. Mr. Vance lives here. Yes, ma'am. Well, I think it was very nice of me to take you home, don't you, Vance? It was charming, romantic, and on the way to your apartment. (laughs) But thanks, Ellen. I'll phone you as soon as I get cleaned up. I'll be waiting. Bye. Bye. Okay, you... What? You ain't going anywhere except with us. What? You're Philo Vance, ain't you? Yes, but I don't know you. You don't have to know nothing except this is a gun that's shoving you around. We got a car, Vance, and you're coming with us. Sorry, I have a previous engagement. Stevie, Stevie. Let the guy alone. He's poison. I just saw a star fall down. That's bad luck, Steve. If you think that's bad luck, what's your opinion of this? We can take him, Jerry. He's only one guy. Yeah, but he fights like he was nine. Clip him with that gun of yours like I told him. Sorry, but I don't like mine. Oh, what a joker that character was. What a battle he put up, huh? Right, Jerry? Yeah, sure, Stevie. Ooh. Well, come on, let's drag him to the car. Mr. Uh, Payne is sure going to be proud of us, huh? Right. <sighs> hey, you, you know, I just thought of something. What? That fallen star you saw. Maybe it is a sign of bad luck. I hope you'll be with us then. In the meantime, do send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.